Hello everybody and welcome to Call TAT, the Anfield Talk's unique show where we give you, our followers, the opportunity to talk about what you want. I am your host Naz. Uh, there's a lot to go through this week with Liverpool putting in a shocking performance last night against Atlanta. Um, will things get tight in our Champions League group or can we seal qualification at home next week to Ajax? We also had the Leicester game on Sunday, which was a terrific performance um, all the way through. Complete contrast to what happened yesterday. Um, we also have the news, the shocking news that's uh, you know shocked the footballing world, the world in general. Um, the passing of Diego Maradona, uh, rest in peace. One of the greatest to ever play football, and 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 you know one of the greatest ever. Um, we're going to be reflecting on that as well. Um, and we will also be looking ahead to the Brighton game this weekend. Uh, we're going to be playing away to Brighton and another big game in the Premier League. I'm going to start off with one of our first callers who has been a follower of the Anfield, Anfield Talk pod since the beginning. His name is Judy Mania. How are you, Judy? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for thanks for having me on. I've been listening, um, you know, since you guys started and following you guys. So it's been it's it's good to come on finally. Yeah, it's good to have you on, mate. So wh- what do you want to talk about today? Um, I was gonna talk about the you know less how good we were at Leicester, and it, to be fair, yesterday what happened yesterday, I think we can't really um, you know we can't really uh, go into them too much because we gotta remember Atlanta are a good team you know they're not they're not just some farmers as as the Twitter world like to say they are a good team you know we. Um, we did batter them, but that was against uh, you know that was um, with our full team. Um, mm. Yesterday we made some changes. You know both of our full backs out where we usually get, you know where most of our attack usually comes from. Yeah. So it was it was going to be hard with the changes made. There were you know fast uh, changes made. Uh, Matty playing you know two games um, in the space of a couple of days. That's you know that hasn't been done in a long time. Milner again, same with mm. him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we uh, had we, we had a makeshift team against Atlanta when we played them away. What do you think the difference was between the two performances? I think you know what I think we we started very poor. Um, mm-hmm. as, as soon as soon as the, as soon as we started, we, I think in the first couple of minutes, I think um, Nico gave the ball away a couple of times. Matip gave it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Salah gave one away as well, and you know they had a chance, but they didn't take it. Um, I think the nerves settled in, well, crept in from then, and you know we we never really got going. We could we could have been playing for uh, you know five days, and we probably still wouldn't have scored. That's that's mm-hmm. that's the most shocking thing I, I think, to be honest. And one thing I would have I would have liked um, I would have liked Minamino to have started. I know a lot mm-hmm. of people don't rate him, but I. You know he hasn't been given a fair chance to be honest. I think it's time that Arigis Arigis gets moved on. Arigis. Yeah, why do you think that is? Because um, Arigis like he's whenever he's had the chance recently, and obviously we all love Arigis for what he's done, all of those kind of things. But he's been very very poor in his in his last, you know, I think five to ten performances. Um, why why do you think Minamino is not getting a look in ahead of him? <sighs> there must be something for for from what I can see. I think you know. I think the strength, his 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 strength is an issue. He's not very strong on the ball. He gets you know gets pushed off too easily and stuff like that. Mm. But with Origi, it's like he's 
I don't know if you've noticed, but it's like he's lost the yard of pace all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are crying out for him to play through the centre. He got his chance yesterday, and mm-hmm. he didn't do much. He didn't do much. He didn't impress at all. He didn't. Yeah. It's like it's like he's settled, and you know, he to me it seems like he's got he's got no ambition. You know, if, when Jota came in, I thought mm-hmm. from his point of view he would have he would have looked to have moved himself on. You know, go to another mm-hmm. club or something because. You know, Euros at the end of the year, Belgium. He he could try to force himself into in into the Belgium team. You've got yeah. obviously he's not going to get in front of uh, Lukaku and Mertens, but yeah. the third, their third choice is probably Batshuayi. I'm mm. sure he, he he thinks he could get in in front of him, but it seems like you know he's he's happy to play, um, you know, second fiddle to to the front yeah. three. I was actually one of the the people that was was quite happy to see him playing down the middle. I thought it'd be it worked to his advantage, but. Um, like you said, he he doesn't look interested. He looks very, like I, I I think I know what you mean by he looks slow. He he just doesn't look like he's he's putting in a full shift at the moment. But going back to the point on Minamino, uh, I, I I don't know whether there's a long term future at the club uh, for him. If you know, looking at how we rotated the squad so much over the past few weeks, he's still not getting enough minutes. I mean, he came on for four minutes last night. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um... I would like to, I would like to see him play. You know, at the start of the season when he, he had a decent run out, decent cameo against Arsenal and Community mm-hmm. Shields, he mm-hmm. he took he took that goal goal well and uh, uh, it was a league cup was it against Lincoln. I think he had yeah, a decent. He, he changed but, the game in that Arsenal game. He, for him. Yeah, yeah, in the Arsenal game. So that that's you know I'd like to judge him uh, against Arsenal, but I don't want to judge him against Lincoln because Lincoln are you know Lincoln. No disrespect yeah. to them, but. Yeah. We can't judge him for performances, you know, against teams like that. But like you said, it is one of them ones. I think uh, people are losing patience with him. I'm not sure if Klopp is yet though, because Klopp does tend to, you know, ease players in, you know, in into the team. But mm-hmm. um, he 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 hasn't impressed as well. Um, I mean, that's a, me, that's a good point in terms of easing the players uh, in. But in the past. It's been, I think it's it's six months and then they get in, but it's been eleven months now. Yeah, yeah. He, he was born in January last year, so and, yeah, and in November now. Yeah, it's it's not looking positive. And and having said that, I think it puts more pressure on him. How you know Jota started? How, and I think it's not only on him, on Origi as well. I think Origi is feeling that pressure too, as mm. well as uh, you know Taki because of how well Jota is doing. They mm. they get their chances. They need to take them, and yeah. at the moment it doesn't look like it doesn't look like happening. Or maybe we're being a bit harsh on um, you know Minamino because he's only had like four minutes here yeah. and there, but he he does need to you know imp- impress. But um, another thing was a lot, I've seen a lot of well so called journalists going in on Costas Costas Simicas. Yeah. What what did you think of his performance? I thought I thought he was decent. You know he put he put a couple of good crosses in. Yeah. I, think, I, I don't uh, think it was that bad. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he was the worst player on the pitch. I think what we saw with him was, you could see there's ability there. Um, I think the only issue maybe is some of the positioning, um, you know, some of the more tactical kind of stuff. There's definitely a player there and he wasn't, I don't feel like he was the worst player on the pitch yesterday. And to have some of the journalists um, single him out, I, I think that was... I think that's quite poor because it's it's I think it's his first start in a competitive game for 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 quite a while. Uh, the last games that he started in were the were the League Cup games. 
Um, so it's very harsh um, to be singling him out when there were a lot worse performers. Even our first team players were. Everyone was bad yesterday. Nobody. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anyone can cover themselves cover themselves in glory. I think uh, Ali had a good. I think Alisson was good. Uh, yeah. You know, he, I don't think he could have done anything with the two goals. Um, yeah. He made a he made a class save in the first half. Like out of yeah. his rea- his reaction speed, uh, it was class. Um, our first team players. Like you said, um, you know they. I think Mane, Mane's um, worst game in a long time. Yeah. But you just know with Mane, he's got that mentality that he, you know, he doesn't need us, you know, to tell him that that's that's a poor game. He'll know himself and come Brighton yeah. on Saturday, he'll put in a eleven out of ten performance, probably get a goal here and there. I think Salah had a poor game, but with Salah, you know, I I I'm not too fussed because obviously he's just come back from COVID, and you've heard that you know I've not had personal experience with COVID, but I've heard, you know, when people do have COVID, they, it takes them, um, you know, a yeah. couple of weeks and stuff. Uh, I mean, because... apparently he, he never had the symptoms. Um, is one of those kind of cases. Where yeah, yeah. No symptoms. But, yeah, I mean, he, he's just coming back into the team. I think with Mane and Salah, it's like, I think they got enough credit in the bank. <laughs> so yeah. A, yeah, that's... Have a stinker. They both, for some reason, had it on the same day. Yeah. They did have a stinker, but you just know that come Saturday when... You know, when we need them, they'll mm. they'll come up with the goods. Yeah, definitely. Um, Judy, uh, thank you for for calling in. We really appreciate it. Um, you know, we hope to have you back on again, mate. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks for having me on. Keep up the good work. Some interesting thoughts there from Judy um, in regards to our performance last night. A, a lot of players not really doing too well, not covering themselves in glory. Um, we're going to move on to our next caller. I've got Liam on the line. Liam, how are you? Hi, mate. I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Obviously, not too not too happy about the performance last night. What do you want to talk about, mate? Um, last night in general, but also I, I think part of the problem that the amount of changes we made is due to the fact that these players haven't had the game time in the last sort of two months. Mm. I know we've had a very heavy fixture schedule and it's only going to get worse in the, in the coming months. But when you make as many changes as we did last night to a defence that never played together, a midfield that's, I think, played together maybe once or twice... Mm. And then to have a front line, which no um, disrespect to him, but Divock Origi has played, what, maybe half an hour in the last month and a half of football. Mm-hmm. So to expect them to come in and put performance against a very good team in Atalanta yeah. to try and secure Champions League qualification was at best naive, at worst slightly disrespectful almost mm. to not only Atalanta, but to our own players to assume yeah. that they can come in and do the same job at that level in what is a very formidable group. These are teams that Ajax were in the semi-finals of the Champions League two years ago. Atalanta were in the quarterfinals last year. These are good good teams. Do you, think that, do you think that the the game that we had uh, previously with Atlanta, it's kind of it's kind of messed up with everyone's kind of image of the team because we made them look so ordinary that day. But they're, they're, they're still a very good team. Yeah, I do think there was that slight um, expectation that they would just roll over again. Um, mm. And that's not the case. Anyone that's watched them in the last year alone can see that they're a very good, very attacking side. And they limited us to having zero shots on target at Anfield. Now, mm. I don't have that in front of me, but I, I don't remember a time on the clock that we've done that before. Yeah, since since records have begun, uh, I think it was 2003-2004 that Opta started those records. Um, th- there's never been a game where we've we've not had a shot at, on target at Anfield. So that's the first. Yeah, yeah that, that sums it up for me. I mean, we've got world-class players still playing yesterday. You know, we had still had Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah, but it, it just seemed like 
we expected Atalanta to allow us to have these chances that we had in the first game and mm. assumed that the chances would just fall for us. I mean, we were unlucky in the fact that they scored their goal right before we making those four substitutions. That was mm. quite an unlucky moment and it was a big, big moment in the game. But we had maybe one chance in the first half. I think Salah put one over the bar and that was mm. it. Yeah, definitely. Do you think that um, that that first goal, you know, maybe it, it maybe came at the wrong time? If we had gone had those four substitutions at nil nil, it could have been very different. Yeah, it could have been. It was a bit of a sucker punch, and it made the players coming on seem like they had to automatically an uphill job. Um, mm. You then have four players. You made changes in one go anyway, which is very unlike Klopp um, mm. to then come in and change the game entirely. And at that point, I think we were already stuck in the performance that we were in. It didn't look yeah. like those changes that he made were going to be able to change the game in the manner that he wanted. I mean, I, I know Klopp's gone um, completely correctly um, on record saying his disdain of the fixture congestion and it is disgusting. But if we yeah. won that game last night, or even got a point, you're then pretty much looking at secure qualification. And then we've got Brighton this weekend. I know it's the early kickoff. That's probably why he made the changes he made. Yeah. But next week we've got Ajax and then Wolves. Now. Yeah. To me, the lesser of two evils would be beat Atalanta, yeah. have Brighton, and then have Ajax as a slightly like, as a rest game before Wolves, mm. rather than now going into Ajax, which is going to be again a very very tough game at Anfield, having to win, and it'll be the third year in a row we've gone to like the fifth or sixth game for Champions League qualification. We could have finished it last night. It's just it's disappointing mm-hmm. to see, and it feels like even though you know we're in a very lucky position um, to have the squad depth we have. I know we've got a number of injuries, but we still have an amazing team we can put out we are making a lot of our own backs here you know we've got, we've got two two more match days in the Champions League where there'll be must-win games yeah. in the middle of a title defence yeah. on a very uh, tight schedule anyway it just are seems... you worried about the Champions League qualification at all like... I'm not worried I'm just more frustrated the fact that we've now got to play Ajax needing a win or, or potentially even go into Midtjylland for the last game needing a yeah. win to secure yeah. a top spot we, we don't want the same thing happening for the last two years of um, yeah. Last year we had to go to Salzburg to win. Uh, yeah, that, I guess we it... had to beat Napoli at home. It, it's just frustrating to have that looming yeah. over the players in a very tight schedule, defending a cha- defending a Premier League. Yeah, definitely. But if you if you lose one of the games over the next few weeks, w- would Atlanta be the one that would have been you would have been okay with? I mean, looking at the Premier League the way it is at the moment, it's 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 very tight. Yeah, I mean, considering the fa- the, the the congestion's only going to get worse with fixtures. I understand why the changes were made. Um, and I understand the logic behind it, thinking maybe we can get a point or even a win at home and then it's done. Um, but you, you're now looking at in next week and then the week after games, in midweek in the mix of fixtures that we're going to look at, at least one of those two games we now have to win. Mm. So it seems like we're just delaying the inevitable. If we just yeah. got out of the way last night, we can yeah. then focus, you know, we, we then couldn't, I don't think we could be caught then unless there was some ridiculous turnaround. Um, yeah. In our and group, and now seen, it's just you've seen our title rivals, um, Chelsea and Man City, both qualify last uh, the night before we played yeah. Atlanta, so they've got an advantage, they can rest all their players in yeah. those two games where we can't, yeah, as, exactly. And that's a fantastic point. But mm. now, I don't think we play either of them any time, well, we've already played them, haven't we? But, um, you look at the, the fixtures coming up, mm. no game this season is going to be particularly easy considering yeah. everything everything happening in the world right now. And it's just one extra thing that we now have in the back of our minds. We've got this um, sort of, I don't know what it has been for the last few years, the inability to to just get the Champions League mm. killed off when we can. It, it don't know, I don't know what it is. 
what it had I think been we, for the last I think, I think they enjoy putting the Liverpool fans under <laughs> under, <laughs> under, under, under pressure. pressure. <laughs> yeah, uh, looking forward. Um, how are you feeling about the Brighton game? Are, are you are you concerned, or you think we're gonna we're gonna get the three points, get the job done? I'm not concerned at all, really. Um, I do think that Lamptey being suspended is big because he caused mm. problems when we played them in I think it was early July, late June. Yeah, um, we've hit the jackpot bit, haven't we? Yeah, that was very very lucky for us to to have to have him suspended. Um, I'm not too worried. Like I said, it would be nice to sort of get the game done early, get mm. a few goals in the first half, then we can slightly you know take our foot off the gas a little bit and have yeah. one eye on on Tuesday night against Ajax. Um, they don't worry me too much. I know we, we know Adam Lama very well. We know what sort of style Graham Potter introduces at Brighton. Um, yeah. It's not going to be an easy game, but it'd be one of the ones where you would you would expect a Liverpool win. I think anything else, you would be asking serious questions if we've dropped points away to Brighton. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Liam, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, mate. Cheers. So that was an interesting call. Um, obviously, looking ahead, hoping to get the three points against Brighton. Um, moving on to our next faller, caller, uh, it's uh, the second time that he's been on. He's going to become a regular, I guess. Uh, we've got Arya, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Naz. Uh, well, last night was an interesting result against Atalanta, but um, it's been it's been a mixed week as a Liverpool fan. I mean, we've had some good news, you know, Fabinho's coming back, Thiago, Chamberlain, all them could be returning soon, but we we played quite horribly last night mm. after a really good performance on the weekend. So there's a lot to talk about. Why do you think that is? Like, what do you pinpoint it to? Like, if you had one reason that you could say that for the performance last night, what is it? I would say just look. So we've seen United, Chelsea in the Champions League so far before Liverpool played, obviously, and. You know, Frank Lampard may not be the best manager, but he's he knew he needed to get three points, just get the qualification out of the way. Mm. There's two games left. You can rest your big players. And I think Klopp got it wrong in a sense where he should have just gone with a strength team and got the win and then, you know, qualified with two games to go. Mm. And playing, you know, a weak back line with, Origi up front it, it didn't it didn't really work and that was that was evident yesterday we didn't have a single shot on target in 90 minutes looking looking at it from his point of view and the way that the league title is going it's very difficult at the moment obviously um, is there justification for if he's going to rest players it's going to be this game I guess as an extension to that if he's going to lose a game he'd rather lose this one than like Brighton or Wolves the week after yeah, of course, I understand that. Like the league at the moment, we we do have a really good chance because I, I saw something earlier today and it was saying that our next eleven games, nine of them are against current teams in the bottom half of the table. Mm. So we've got quite a good fixture on, other than Spurs in a few weeks, and I'm not sure who else we have. But I think Klopp was right to rest some players. Like Robertson did need a rest and. You know, the, the rotation was good, but I think the back line was too big of a risk, especially with the mm. amount of injuries we already have there. And playing Reese Williams with who, who do you use as a centre back? With Matip, I don't think they played together before. Yeah. So I, I just don't think that communication was there. And as we saw, both the goals in quick mm. succession was 
probably could have been dealt with better if the communication was there. Yeah, I mean, both the goals are quite good quality. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, I thought maybe recently that Matip had a decent game. It wasn't too bad. Um, I'm not too sure about Nico um, at right back. It was he he tend to struggle uh, yesterday, don't you think? Yeah, I think he's he's a bit out of his depth. But of course, he's a good player. He he'll be with us in for at least this season and play some role in the starting eleven. But I don't think he's ready for the Liverpool first team yet. I think he needs some experience. I look, we've sent Harvey Elliott to Championship. We've got players loaned out, getting that experience that they need, so they can come back in and you know contribute something to the squad. And right now, I don't think Neko Williams is giving a contribution that is positive. I think his negative contributions are outweighing his positive ones. Yeah. So, honestly, I think maybe a loan move would be good for him or just some under-23 time. Like He's still young, he's got time to learn. So No, I think that's a, a fairly balanced view. Would, would you start him against Brighton or, or would you... No, I, I would drop Milner back into right back. I mean, obviously, he wasn't too bad yesterday. He, he did you know, a, de- a decent job at centre-mid, but him at right back would, would be good. And then, you know, you got... Fabinho and Matip at centre backs. Obviously, Robertson should come back after you know being rested. Mm. And then in midfield, this is what I'm thinking right now because Keats is injured. Mm. It depends on if Henderson and Thiago are fit, really. Because if they're not, who who's going to play with Jones and um, Van Alden? Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's definitely that's, a conundrum at the moment, especially with Keita being out. Um, who, who yeah, do you think like, it's going to be? Like, do you, do you see Henderson coming back? Do you see Thiago coming back? Will we see Shaq I mean, in the midfield? Or, I don't know. Yeah, Shakiri is apparently a fitness doubt as well. He hasn't been in the squad for the last two games. Mm. So, if Shakiri, Henderson, and Thiago are not are not in the squad, then I'm I'm not sure who who'd fill in that role. Maybe if Milner was to go four two four. No, I think maybe could he try Minamino as a right centre mid. I mean, it it could work. He's I think he's played there in one match before. Okay. Do you but, think that Minamino never got that many minutes last night because he's playing on, against Brighton? Maybe. Like I think Klopp's Klopp's gonna rotate the squad a lot in these next few weeks because you know he's made it known to the media that he's not happy with the fixture congestion mm. so I think we will see a lot of squad rotation within this Liverpool team for the next four to six weeks at least yeah definitely it's a it's a you know Klopp spoke about his scheduling what did you think about the the kind of rant he did um, at Jeff Shreves um, after the Leicester game yeah no I think it was uh, I think it was it was good of him because you know we we are joint top at the moment and we we do seem to be coping quite well like to the outside view then see our Liverpool have all these injuries yet they're still at the top but Klopp wouldn't have wanted all these injuries in the first place so what he was saying I think I do agree with in a sense because it must be frustrating every game seeing a player drop out every training session someone's Mm. got a niggle 
and it, it, it will get frustrating because of the amount of games being played. Yeah, definitely. I think um, uh, every game that we're going into, I mean, even yesterday, Matty playing two 90 minutes uh, in a row. Um, within a He's not done that for a long time. Uh, I was I was there praying that he doesn't get injured uh, and stuff. So yeah, it's going to be a but, interesting interesting few days. Uh, yeah, definitely. And but a positive is from December second. You know the the tiers have been yeah produced. So Liverpool, I think, is tier two. So that's two thousand fans can come into Anfield. Yeah. Which do you really think that? Good. Do you think that yesterday was was a game where we really missed the crowd? Mm. Yes, I mean, I think having having fans at Anfield, you can p- playing away from home. I think Liverpool have, have done really well this season. Like you've seen us go, other than the shock Villa result, we went to Chelsea, got got three points, and Atalanta. I think Liverpool generally on the road have been good this season. But if you look at some of our home performances, you know, Leeds, Arsenal, even Midland, like. We did struggle at sometimes, and I think not having the crowd there does definitely show on the players. And having two thousand back will have some kind of positive effect on them, at least. Yeah, I think um, if we had, you know, a full house yesterday, I don't think we would have given the performance that we would have. The crowd would have let, would have let the guys uh, get yeah, away with it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Just looking forward, I guess, to the Brighton game. Any predictions for it? I think you know. Brighton without one of their best players, Lamptey, who got, who got red against uh, Villa on the weekend. So, I mean, I think I, I think 3-1, but mm. I'd love a clean beat. So, I think we will, we will score quite a few goals. Hopefully, Salah starts and can get a few because, you know, golden boot chase, if yeah. it's good to get up, definitely don't want Calvert-Lewin winning it. Yeah, so, definitely. Definitely. All right. 3-1. 3-1. Okay, brilliant. 3-1 win for the Reds. Thank you, Ari. I really appreciate you coming on again. Um, and we'll uh, catch yeah, up with you later. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Moving on to our last caller, we have Nathan, who's a first-time caller. How are you, Nathan? Yeah, man. I'm not too bad. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Happy to have you on. Uh, not too happy about the result yesterday, but th- that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you want to talk about today? Um... I'm kind of kind of gonna go with the uh, the squad selection from last night. I know not too many people were you know, and I personally don't feel like club got a lot wrong. Really, I think you know, like it's a busy schedule. It's a it's a big season. Like it's it's long. He's already talked about so much and how like the short space of time between the games, and uh, I just. A lot of people last night were upset with this uh, team selection that he should have gone a bit stronger. I, I personally don't think he, there wasn't too much more he could have done. I'd say the only thing I probably would have done was I don't think Arigi is at this level anymore, and I don't think he has been for a long time. I think uh, Minamino deserves a bit more of a chance than what he's gotten. I know we haven't seen too much. Why do you think Minamino got the 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 nod ahead of Origi, considering he was he's been so bad even in recent performances? Yeah, um, I don't think either of them either of them really have been too great. I think Minamino suits our play style a lot more. He's a lot more agile. He's a lot more uh, hmm. 
he can he can move the ball a lot quicker. I think Origi's too static. He doesn't really give us a whole lot. Mm. And recent performance. Do, do you think it's time for us to to move on from Origi? <laughs> it's always a hard question, isn't it? Because he's given us so much mm. joy, great memories over the last few years. But I think, I like I, I honestly, I, has he scored since the? I think. Yeah. It was the uh, I think his last really good performance was Everton in the in the derby last year. But yeah. since then like, he's really been used as an impact still and he's like he's he's not good off the bench, like he doesn't give us what other players seem to give us off the bench. I, I don't think that's a bit unfair in Riga, I'd say, because I don't think maybe enough either. Than what we expected when we first signed them, but mm. I don't know. It's it's a weird one because we need quality, especially going forward. And you've seen from last night how static everything looks. The whole and that's not just on Origi uh, per mm. se. Like I thought, okay. especially last night, one of his worst games in a while. Yeah, I was going to say and, that it was a it was a collective disaster class. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. The whole team was 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 really bad. Do 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 you have any any kind of reasoning as to to why that is? Why why do you think that is? No, it was it was really weird. It was disjointed. It was slow. It was it was just not Liverpool. It's not the Liverpool we're used to seeing. You know, even against, I'd even say even against Villa, we looked more trending. Like mm. obviously we could see the seven goals, but like we looked like every time we went forward, there might be. Last night, I didn't feel at all that there was any way we were going to score in that game. I felt like we could have played another 90 minutes and we still wouldn't score. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had um, no shots on target the whole game. Yeah. That's the first time at Anfield since the records got um, recorded in like 2003. So that's a, it's a bit of a shocker, to be honest. Yeah, no, definitely. I think uh, Nico got a, a hiding as well on Twitter last night. Mm. What, what do you think of all of the the criticism that he got? It's disgusting. I'm going to be honest. Like I, I think it's it's so. I, I can't even think of a word to describe it. It's it's just like that whole team. Not one player on the pitch last night had a good game. Had a great game per se. I think uh, Simicus was okay mm-hmm. in the first half, especially. Um, I'd say Jones wasn't too bad either. But like the whole team, the whole team, no one looked great. No one looked one hundred percent last night. And then it's just, you know, the easy thing to do: pick on the, mm. the right, pick yeah. on the young lad. You know, you know. the last player that's kind of come through our academy. Yeah, looking at Trent, and you know, he had some difficult games as well. In his yeah, of course. Stuff in the yeah, like, no one's gonna be. Sorry, one. Okay. Uh, I, I just like no one's gonna walk into this team from the academy and become an, like instantly world class player. Like it, it takes time. Like he's a like he's like I said like he's nineteen. He's coming in to a team that had the champions of the Champions of England. Like he's not gonna set the world alight straight away. And Trent didn't either. Like it took it took him time. He came. Mm-hmm. In, you know, he had tough games. He had some great games. Like he had a great game at Old Trafford. I remember on his first. Uh, yeah, of course, proper season. Like, Nico's not a bad player, and he wouldn't play for the squad if 
and if Klopp thought he was a bad player, you know, he wouldn't pick him. He just needs a bit more time. Like Trent is twenty two, we'd all pretty much agree he's the best fullback in well, definitely best back in world football. But he isn't without his flaws as well, you know, like there was a a lot of people giving out about how much times he gave the ball away. Um, do, you, do, you think the ball do you think yesterday when um Nico was playing, he wasn't really I think the issue was um, maybe like a something for him to learn from is he didn't play himself in the game. Um, he 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 tried to always do the more kind of difficult thing to do, and I think yeah. one of the things that could have helped him if he just played it very simple. Yeah, time play yourself into the game. That's the one thing I would say, which was which was maybe a a something for him to work on, I guess. Yeah, there's a perfect example of it as well in the game. Like there's a time in the game where he gets the ball. He's like two or three options on, and he tries to beat, uh, beat your man at the, and runs the ball out of play. And I seen that getting a lot as well. But you know, like I said, he's a young lad. He'll learn. He'll always think right now. He's just trying to make an impact. He knows he's so much like that. He has to do in terms of trying to get into the team over trend. That's why he's trying to do the more difficult things to make himself yeah. look like a better player. But like the best players in the world know how to do everything simple, which is it's just what he he needs to work on. Maybe back to basics for him. I think like say that again. I think defensively looks sound. I haven't seen too many times where he's been, you know, completely rinsed or skimmed or not. Like it happens to Trent as well. But I think it's just it will take time. And I think definitely he um, he was targeted yesterday. I think Atlanta kind of um, you know realized he was the inexperienced uh, yeah. player on the pitch, and they they definitely targeted him. They 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 they. They crowded around him quite a bit. They were very aggressive with him. All of those kind of things. It's a. It'll hopefully be one of those experiences that makes him learn. Yeah, sure. It happens to every player. You're always going to have a, a, a moment or a, a game that like it changes. It changes everything for you. Like I know Trent had, Trafford where he got spawned by Rashford. Rashford. Yeah. Rashford took him on a walk. I think two years ago in the game. Yeah. And. Trent has hasn't really. Sorry, go on. Sorry, but if you look at Trent now, he's uh, he's gone on to you know win the Champions League. He's won the Premier League. So yeah, exactly. you know those kind of moments really really define players, and they kind of be those moments that that push them on. I guess. Yeah. Every player needs some. Every... Mm. Yeah, definitely. So um, needs a moment. Looking, looking ahead, would you start Nico against Brighton? Um. It, I think it depends on what our options in midfield would be as well. I think, I, like I personally would go with Milner again, just because I think I don't think Milner was great last night either. I think against in the game against Leicester, I think Milner was one of our best players, if not our best player on the pitch that night. Yeah. But Leicester are a really good, very good footballing team, and I think they know they know how to play football. Like these, like Brighton are one of the, or Brighton are one of these teams they don't. They're not a, a bottom league team like Burnley who sit back low block team like Brighton. Yeah, we're gonna get back on You think we'll get back onto winning ways against Brighton? I like to think so, yeah. I know they're a good team, they can play good football, they've got good players, but I think if everyone's on form now, hopefully the Atlanta game was a bit of a, a wake up, not letting the lads get too comfortable after a, a good run of results. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully the Reds get back. Yeah. Before we yeah. 
Before we go, I wanted to ask you about, um, obviously the news came out yesterday about Diego Maradona passing away, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, you know, we wanted to just reflect on, you know, your your experience of him. Obviously, he's a big superstar mm-hmm. and uh, it's a big loss to the football community. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, I'm 17, I never, as many people did, never got the, the pleasure of watching him play in real time, but you know, you don't have to, you look back at all the times and what he's got and what he's done for football, really, he's done more for football than any player really in, in his gen- an absolute joy. <laughs> Sorry, you must have to walk in. I'm going to let you get on with it. Thank you for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Thanks very much, man. And that's a wrap for today's episode of Call TAT. Obviously, everyone is a bit downbeat about the game last night, but Klopp and squad have some credit in the bank, I think, to have an off day. Let's be hopeful that we can get to three points and to the top of the table on Saturday. That won't be too bad, would it? Top of the Premier League, uh, top of the Champions League group, um, all of these issues that we have at the top of the league, it's uh, it's not a bad position to be in. Um, I would like to thank everyone who has called in for co- and contributed. Uh, remember, if you do want to come on next week's show, make sure you DM the Anfield Talk on Twitter. Also, let us know what you think on the hashtag call #HateTAT. Whether you agree or disagree with what's been said today. Until next time, see you soon, guys. Bye.